does your girlfriend or my brother's girlfriend? Your brother's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe just say you're. I don't. You know, it feels a bit di- like I, I feel like I got. It's unnecessary, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just say like a friend or a, fa- or a family member, or even your girlfriend, just to bring it closer to home a little bit. And so the whole idea of this bit is like, you know, ha- it's just kind of stupid that like she's going into this or whatever. Um, what, what is like the most absurd thing you can do with that kind of skill? Like, I don't know, just something to think about. Like, what, what, how high can she go with that? I mean, like, she's really aiming to be, I don't know, she, she's like, her lifelong dream is to, like, I don't know, check the, like, I would just something really, really not high, and that's what she's aiming for, right? Yeah. Like, she hopes to be a professional, insert something really kind of stupid here. I don't know, gotcha. just, like, thinking, thinking about, like, what are the dumb things you can do with that? Uh, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. I definitely wanted to hear more about your grandpa. Like, um, you weren't surprised, you know, you like you saw it coming, and because you didn't seem upset about it at all, you know. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to have heard you elaborate a bit more about it because you touched on it, and um, I got kind of excited, and then it was just dismissed. You went right on to the next thing. Yeah. I wanted to hear more about it. I think one direction I've been thinking about going with it is that he was actually he was kind of a racist guy, um, and yeah, gotta throw that in there, dude. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, put and that he, in there for sure. So yeah, I'll I'll work on that and uh, see if I can tie up some loose ends. But thank you all so much. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Give it up once again for Max Eddie. All right, you're listening to Smooth Ross, the sounds of something or other. Uh, anyway, uh, it's Monday. Monday's a fun day, isn't it? You know, everyone. Uh, you know, it's it's the first day of the week. It's been cold. We're heading towards Christmas. We're giving each other gifts and also guilt. Um, yeah, but uh, you know, it's Monday. Stop looking at me. Everybody's looking at me in the booth like I'm some sort of crazy person. You're the assholes getting on stage saying crazy shit. Anyway, uh, your next person to say crazy stuff. Uh, is this your first time in the room? Yes. Yes. Well, welcome for your first time. Give it up and be very warm and kind to the very funny uh, Lauren Kent Kraut. Sorry. Thank you. It's been a while, guys. So bear with me. Hang on. Okay. Oh, ow. Thank you. Okay, I got a new job at Koi Tower. Calm down, everybody. I have observed some fascinating things about tourists. Some folks are as clueless about good parenting as they are about hygiene. For example, if you wish to keep that small child you have raised thus far, do not set them on an open window ledge 300 feet off the ground. Unless you really are not all that fond of them, and don't mind the mountain of paperwork that's demanded when one of them lands unexpectedly face down in the courtyard. I've also noticed that while some people are, are uh, enjoying being up so high and out in the open, others do not. One man's treasure is another man's full-blown panic attack. I told you I was afraid of heights, Karen. Now do you believe me? Hello. Welcome. Come on in. We have a person walking in here. I've also noticed, uh, no, I said that, and some people ask the weirdest questions. Has anyone ever tried to scale the building? 
Has anyone ever jumped off? Do you take Discover card? <laughs> These are actual questions, folks. Is there a room where my wife can go to breastfeed the baby? Yes, on the second floor, but there is a $5 uncorking fee for that. Thank you. All right, I think we find stuff in the most unlikely places, don't you? Like loose change on their seats on a school bus. Oh, look, 47 cents, Woohoo! Rainbows and clouds. Tolerance at a KKK rally. Okay, maybe not. Uh, the other day I found courage at the bottom of a bottle of Jack Daniels. Wasn't even looking for it, there it was. I was looking for oblivion, couldn't find any of that. But courage, bravado, false hope, fake confidence, that shit is just a wash in whiskey. I also discovered mediocrity in that most unlikely spot, at the post office. You'd think you'd have to go to the DMV for that. Nope, got myself a book of stamps and a barrel of mediocrity. Can never have too much, you know. I almost forgot. There's an excess supply of exasperation on the number six Parnassus heading toward the hate. Any more than you want, just hop on the bus, Gus. Okay. Uh, this one's very new. Here is a grammar, short grammar lesson from a former notorious special ed teacher. You can take the girl out of the classroom, but you cannot take the need to pontificate out of the girl. Is that one minute? Okay. Our and are. Are is an adjective belonging to us. Example, this is pretend I have a blackboard here. Our teacher don't know shit about grammar. All right? And then are the verb. First person plural, present of be. Second person singular, second person plural, third person plural. Examples. You are such fucking assholes. They are even worse assholes. We are no worse than the average asshole on the block. Ask yourself, are you being an asshole right now? And I don't even want to discuss there, there, and there, so fuck you. All right, thank you very much. Bye-bye. Give it up for uh, stay on stage, stay on stage, stay on stage. We're giving you feedback. Um, so, so uh, I, I just have a couple of things, that, and I've, I've said this a couple of times. Find ways to relate a little bit more of this stuff to yourself, because you've got very v funny premises. Uh, it's just make them a little more personal. Uh, one tag potential for the uh, child on the windowsill thing, um, it, depending if you're a fan of uh, rock music or not. Uh, you know, unless you want your kid to be uh, Tears in Heaven or an Eric Clapton's kid. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about that. Um, the question of why you were drinking uh, is is popped in my head when you were saying you found courage at the bottom of a bottle and all these other things. Uh -huh. You know, but what drove you to drink? You know, because what I. Well, there you go. And you could talk about that, you know, the life you've lived and the things you've seen and all those. Because you've, you've got what us young comedians don't have, and that is life experience to talk about. Yeah. So, uh, so bring as much of that of yourself to these jokes because they're great jumping off points. They're almost setups to bigger ideas, right? jumping off to a point tower person. Oh, well, there you go. You see? Uh, 
it, no, it's it's great. I love it. Uh, um, but yeah, but otherwise, no. I love that you're doing. Keep doing it. Keep uh, keep coming back and uh, keep bringing stuff. Uh, others, other other comics yeah. feedback. Uh, I actually have to leave. I gotta go to DUI school, so I want to go first. Um, <laughs> I like your explicit language. That just tickles me to hear you saying. You know, fuck you, and and just throwing a casual shit in there. I just, I really enjoyed that. Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, it gets a little squirrely when you're referring to your notes so much, but that's you, cool. it's all They're brand so new. Well, that that's all brand new. That's stuff. just workshop. Uh, yeah. All right, fuck me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, I enjoyed your set. Thank you for coming out. Thank I you. unfortunately have to leave now. Okay. Uh, just a couple points. I, I don't know if you know how sub how like much you want to talk about yourself, but like if I were you, the first thing I would do when I get up on stage would be like, I know what you're all thinking. I'm the female version of Woody Allen, because like I, I to me that's just and and that will get a big laugh. I guarantee you that. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I totally agree with Arden here. Bring a lot of this material back to yourself. Like the the first bit, like Koitaro, you said I got a new job there. What is it? What is it that you do there? Okay. Yeah. So you know that. And I mean, make sure you're saying into the mic so everyone can hear oh, you at home. Sorry. That's all right. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to answer, but you know, just just sort of get more specific about what you do, because you know, it, it, you sort of. I'm, I'm, and then you start saying people are asking you questions, and I'm like, I don't even know what you do there. Okay. So just fill in the gaps there. Um, okay. And, well, what is Thanks. A little bit of everything. Do you lead tours there? Are there tours? Um, well, there are tours. I haven't done that yet, but I uh, ride the elevator up and down, which is like doing stand-up in the elevator. Oh, great. Captive yeah. That's and a, up on yeah. top, I keep them from jumping off or falling off or losing okay. their kids. Yeah, and so... Th- th- that's already like you know I uh, you could you just set that up by saying you know you you know first of all you have you were you were given the most important job at the Koi Tower make pe- make sure people you know set it up and okay. then misdirect us you know I mean, there's so okay. much material there just keep working on that okay that's a that's great that's an ocean thank you others anyone uh, yeah I I really like your last bit whereas the transition from um, you're just uh, using profanity in the examples and then at the end you you turn it on set and you just say fuck you to the audience that's that's really funny i think it i think it works particularly because people look at you and they don't expect to hear the word fuck um so um my only recommendation with that one would be um you probably didn't need so many examples um of uh uh our and our like i think one or two for or maybe two or three for each of them because you do have to like hammer home what you're doing but i i think it did feel a little bit long but the punch was Fucking right. So, can I ask a question? Yes. In in that one, um, I was debating whether to say the the first person plural thing, second person, and and I could cut to, cut down, but say it with the example or do it like I did it all together and then all the examples all together. I did not put together that they lined up. So if you're gonna do it, I would say uh, first person plural example of that one. So uh, do it like that. Okay. Thanks. All right, great. Thank you. Well, thank you for doing it. Give it up for Laura Kraut. Your next comedian, I ghostwrite for every week because I love him so much. He tickles my funny bone in naughty, naughty ways. Give it up for the very funny Ken Suzuki. Guys, keep it going for me, guys. Thank you. 
thank you. Yes, tickling art and funny bones is what I do. It's my shtick, you know. It's like mom always said, the way to Arden's heart is through his prostate. And that is where his funny bone also incidentally happens to be. Oh, God. Mediocrity at the post office. No, that's where I'd expect to find it. DMV, that's where I expect to find failure. <laughs> How goes it, everyone? This is my uh, shit-throwing-at-the-wall moment, if you guys just give it to me, all right? Can I have this? Can I have this one moment to talk? Because 10,000 people a year are going to die now. Oh, 10,000 people a year are going to die the tax plans. If they're going to die, wasn't it their time anyway? I mean, really? Consider it. Thin in the herd. We're doing the culling. Speaking of the culling, I got to talk about this. So somebody, we got someone working the elevator at the Koi Tower. Anybody walk in, you catch anybody doing coitus on the elevator of the Koi Tower? Has that been a thing? Also, has any of you ever, you should take advantage of your position and start charging people tours to the top of the tower so they know the best times to jump off. Open the market. People are gonna die because, oh, life means something. <laughs> really? Half you people do nothing but complain about how shitty your life is. Oh, but I hear, I get it. Everyone's got a death wish. No one has a death work ethic. You fucking lazy millennials. Actually, that's my entire journey. We fucking lazy millennials. I could kill myself, but why not give us for affirmation on my Facebook status? Um, yeah, somebody like me today. I don't feel good. Ooh, I got a like. I think I'll live one more day. I won't really live. I'll just exist in this space and make other, everybody else suffer the burden of my existence. I mean, those people with computers, anyway. So I'm assuming if you are the greatest generation, you don't feel the burden of, this, of my existence. Now, one joke. Cats. Got any cats and uh, cat owners in this audience? Oh, yeah, I know. Cats are awesome. Now, but cats are often compared to women. Really? I've never had to administer any heartworm medication to any woman I've slept with. I've never cared about a woman being caught up on all her shots before moving in with her. And a cat's never thrown up on my dick. But it's true. A cat has never thrown up on my dick. So I stopped throat fucking it. Now, I don't know if you guys are into choke fucking or not. Now, some people are against it. But the way I look at it is, hey, listen, choke. If God didn't want you to do it, why did he make the neck fit the hand so perfectly? Uh, that's how you know you found your soulmate, folks. You choke the ones you love. You choke the ones you love. I know you choke some. <laughs> you got a lot of love in your heart. Actually, you look very... And, uh, and that beard, Ian, makes you look so much more chokeable. I'm not going to lie. Uh, let's harass the audience. I like how we've lost the, the chairs here. Scorch the earth. We want Sherman, old Tecumseh, on the middle of the fucking... <laughs> of the, uh, the studio here. For those of you listening at home, but still left the carpet. So my wife clears everything, still got some carpet remaining. What is going on? What is going on? And oh, King Lick. Look you all, welcome to the uh, Ken Suzuki R. We have an hour of beautiful guests up here tonight. We'll be critiquing jokes, interviewing comics, tickling funny bones. That was a horn. It's time to bring up your first guest. Everyone, please welcome to the stage. You're welcome, your audience. Thank you. 
Give it up for Ken Suzuki Riffin. Riffin like a champ. Uh, I updated the cat thing by adding a couple more tags to it besides a cat's never thrown up on my dick. Yeah, uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass to the the, the peanut gallery here because I I was kind of distracted back here. Uh, but others comments concerns. No, I mean uh, when you're talking about uh, millennials, you know, not killing themselves. That was that was pretty funny. That was like, yeah, it was. Uh, I I like that. That whatever voice you did, you should do that more um yeah so would you like to be the first example of the people i've given that advice to max and uh, <laughs> i mean i i have not killed myself so it's working <laughs> I, yeah the suicide was in my head about death so that was something you can tell i was really trying to get into any uh punch it up anyways i can punch it up right now because i'm gonna have to go home and write it down but well it, I like the death work ethic. Was it? Okay. That that was a great line. Yeah. Um, and the affirmation on the Facebook status. Oh, thank you. I'm gonna have to go dig into that one more. Yeah. I think you could go more in that. Check check the cable there. I think I think came unplugged in. Now, can you hear me? There you go. I think you can do more on that. Because you have a great take on things, and uh, I'd like to hear more on that because it's, it's a common enough topic, but I think you would have a different take on it. Regards to death and affirmation through the Facebook? Yeah. And the digital, okay. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was uh, going to object when you said cats are awesome compared to women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, what? Uh, all right, but I like where you went with it. Oh, thank you. And I'm trying to read the last sentence. Something I wrote nice. In the room. Oh, totally in the room. You were totally in the room. I love that. Thanks. Mr. Lovey? I think it was right at the end, so I don't have much. Uh, oh, that's true. Critical analysis. Okay. Cool. That, everyone? Thank you all for your advice. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Give it up for him. Your next comedian had nothing helpful to add. Give it up for the very funny Ian Levy. Yeah. Um. So I don't. Uh, I don't smoke. Uh. But I kind of. I kind of wish I did because not because I think uh, smoking is a good thing. I just think it's a good conversation starter, particularly outside of bars, particularly with women. Uh, so recently what I've started doing is I haven't started smoking, you know, cause, cause you want to ask me, Hey, do you have a light? You know, start a conversation. So what I've started doing uh, is I've just started carrying a sparkler with me at all times. Uh, and then when I approach women, I go, Oh, do you have a light? Uh, do you come here often? I'm like, what is that? Is that a blouse? I like that. It's nice. It's yeah spell my initials in the air with it it's good it's a fun it's a fun time um i don't i don't follow sports and it's hard making small talk uh with men if you don't follow sports especially particularly because i don't know anything about fantasy football i find myself just 
throwing things out there trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about when my friends ask me like uh who are your draft picks and I go like oh <laughs> all I know is a uh, buy high or buy low and sell high that's what I'm always saying uh it's all about uh when it comes to fantasy football it's all about location 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 those are my hot tips for fantasy football score a lot of goals guys you know, get out there and do that uh, do you guys think, um, I'm a, I'm a millennial. Do you guys think, uh, there's like a, a difference in generations? Do you think people are, are different? No, no, not so much. I think there are. I think this is a genuine, my, the other day, my grandmother, uh, she told me a story. This is a thing she actually did when she was eight years old, right? Um, her mom loaded her onto a bus and they left Oklahoma, uh, which was the only home they ever knew to escape the dust bowl. Right. And they came to California uh, and when they got here, uh, the first uh, thing my grandmother and her sister did was they ran inside uh, to use the toilet because they'd never used an indoor toilet before. And when my grandmother told me that, uh, I just told her, uh, shut up, grandma. I'm trying to use my VR goggles. And then, you know, wow, it's just like I'm at the park. And then, goddamn grandma trying to, <laughs> I don't care about your goddamn toilet story, grandma. We have take we have we have a day now. <laughs> you're so you're so behind the times. You're so behind the times. Oh man. I don't understand birds. I don't understand not I it's not that I don't understand birds. I don't understand how our society treats birds, right? Like swans I understand. Swans, if you ever spend any time around swans, swans are assholes. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but they're mean. They're mean and unpleasant animals. Uh, but they're beautiful, so we give them a pass, right? We give them, swans are very, you know, just very nice. I don't want to, I don't know, I don't want to, if I was to use a, an adjective to describe a swan, it would be a supple. That is the adjective I would, if, uh, if I was to use uh, two adjectives, I would say uh, supple and moist. That is how I would describe a swan, yeah, yeah. I would describe a swan with three adjectives, I'd say supple, moist, and legal. That is what... That is how I describe a song. But in that context, I don't understand uh, why we don't round up and kill all geese. Because geese, just as mean as swans, and incredibly ugly. And in our society, you can't be ugly and mean. You got to pick a lane and stick in it. Right? That's what I'm like. That's not, that's just not allowed. You know, you can be a mean, beautiful person, or you can be nice and ugly. That is what we've decided. It's like if I was to describe uh, uh, geese with an adjective, I would say crusty. That is the number one. I would say uh, crusty. Uh, if I was to use two adjectives, I would say crusty and misogynistic. That is how I would describe geese. All geese just fucking keeping people down. That is, it's a terrible, it's a terrible thing. Uh, I was going to try to tie this whole bit into OJ, but I kind of lost my track there. <laughs> I mean, the point, the point I'm trying to make is OJ, like if OJ, people say he got off because he was black, but people don't count the fact that if he was ugly, we would have like blown him up on live TV, right? Because we'd be like, no, OJ, you can't be ugly and get away with murder. Fuck you, dude. That's our society is too vain and shallow. Okay, I'll end, I'll end on this. Do you guys, uh, do you guys think uh, female mimes uh, experience a glass ceiling? Uh, or do they just pretend like one's there? Okay, that's it. That's my time. Thank you. Hey, give it up for Ian Levy. All right. Uh, comments, feedback. Yeah, I got some. That was 
I mean, it's really funny. Like, you're funny. Um, uh, uh, well, thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, Don't encourage looking. him. <laughs> Don't <laughs> encourage him. Um, uh, the, Roasting myself. There we go. The, um, the sparkler shit is so goddamn funny. Um, the third thing you said to her before you did the psh was like, it was kind of a throwaway. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I just made that up yeah, on the yeah. spot. So. But, like, I think if it's still something you would say to her, I, I think... That sharpens it up a little bit. Okay, um, that's and fair. Then the other thing was um, in oh, uh, did you drop like a third uh, word you would use to describe geese? Yeah, I did because okay. I forgot because I I don't have a very funny second word because racist was the third word I had and I forgot what the second word was. Gotcha. Okay. But uh, but yeah yeah it's it's I know rule I go rule threes <laughs> then I go to two and it's just distracting. Yeah. Oh I I know I'm aware of my own flaws. <laughs> no, yeah. That's it's how so that's funny. how comedically brilliant I am. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, okay, I appreciate that. Thanks, man. Uh, can you add some? Are, we, are all those new, relatively new jo- bits you're working on? Are you just tagging some stuff up because they are all—they feel like they're very well written. They have punchlines. I mean, well, I—they're they're newish. Some of it's new. Some of yeah, it's no, no. That—that's. I mean, that's good because okay, if those are okay. your first time, that's amazing. I, I think all of those jokes worked and worked very well, with oh, the exception okay. of like he said, fix the the third adjective or find another adjective. Yeah, yeah. And so you had uh, Sparkler. From Sparkler, you went to Generations. Yeah. What was that? There was one right before uh, before Geese, no? Um, oh, God, I don't know. Oh, I was shit. just... Yeah, Swan and Geese were together. That was all about vanity. Were those the three bits that you had? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The grandma story was that about the generational yeah, yeah. differences. I think all of them actually were really good. Uh, you yelling, like, because you come across so uh, mild-mannered. Yeah. Then you yelling to sell, I thought, like, provided a funny contrast already. Yeah. Plus voice, so. Okay. Uh, you're good. Oh, well, thank you. Anyone else? That part where you said, I was going to tie this together with OJ, but I kind of lost my track. Yeah. I think it would have been funny if you had said, but I lost my head. Okay. I don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I kind of do that on purpose because if I if I make it look like I've I've uh, lost my train of like because uh, I I purposely haven't really added a transition onto the OJ thing because I think it's so random and out of left field that it's almost funny on its own just me suddenly bringing up OJ Simpson completely out of context and for no reason but it's just uh, exploitative that's the word I would use to, if I was using an adjective yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. All right. Anyone else? I just have one point. Um, the sparkler thing. I thought if you win it really big, like write your name in the sky. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Oh, and one other question. Oh. So with the grandma story, I think I used to call my grandmother. Uh, I used to say, "Shut up, grandma, you old whore." Which <laughs> I thought was funny at the time, but I think is that too too mean? I like it. Obviously, it's nothing I would ever actually say. I love my grandmother. You got you got nice to back lady. it up with a whore story, though. What? You got to back it up with a, a story of her being okay. a whore. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, it would yeah, take away enough. the focus of the joke and people would expect yeah. why is she a whore. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, it confuses uh, I just think it's funny to call uh, your grandmother a whore, especially uh, if she's a nice old lady. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you did this, but uh, for the sparkler bit, uh, you could be like, uh, let me give you my, my number and then, you know, okay, yeah, draw it yeah. out in the sky. Yeah. Yeah. All right, give it up for Ian hey, Thank you very much, guys. All right, uh, I have no one else on the list. Is anyone else uh, going to go? That guy? All right. 
you, you, you want to go? Oh, yeah, sure. Go. <laughs> yeah, um, every other week I have a two-hour class, and so the other weeks it's a face-to-face meeting, you know, so I just... I ran back here hoping I could get a spot, and yeah, I made it just in the nick of time. Thank you all for being here. I wasn't really planning on getting up. I was so bent when I first got here. I just wanted to get my mind off of my $98 parking ticket I just got. It's so ironical, too. Like, I know that's an archaic word. I, I mean, I found it in a 1917 dictionary, though, so ironical is a real word. Um, yeah, I was making a donation and I like, I was like 10 feet away from my car. I had my back turned to it and, it, uh, the meter maid was just like so sneaky, dude, just drove off, left me a $98 ticket, just made me so bent. And I was just like something, I need something to cheer me up. So I came here and, uh, yeah, this has been fun. Um, you know, what's cliche often works. So I know a lot of people try and steer away from things being cliche, but like, um, I'm a songwriter. And so, yeah, what's often cliche often works. So don't be afraid to, uh, you know, get in where you fit in. <laughs> wasn't a joke. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, we got a room full of comics here. You guys uh, write your bits down on paper. Do you ever put them in electronics? Do you ever write it on your like your notes in your phone? Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that because your phone will take a shit on you. It will just like cease to work all of a sudden one day. It'll say, "Oh, I don't want to work anymore," and craps out, and then it's lost, you know. Or it gets stolen. I had the privilege of having my phone stolen recently on October 29th. Yeah, I got mugged i got jacked it was fucked up and they took my phone they did not however take my keys this is a poor example oh they didn't get my keys they didn't get my wallet because i have these things tethered to myself so that's just a tip from me to you they need to make a tethered like phone case because yeah they straight jacked me like they were pulling stuff out of my pockets you know but luckily i didn't bless you I didn't lose my wallet because it's tied to me. And I haven't lost my keys in like a decade and a half. So that's fucking beautiful. It's so shitty to lose your keys. It's like, it turns your whole world upside down. Anyway, I'm off topic. Um, yeah, so I've been writing my bits down on post-it notes. And it's nothing, you know, I don't go for all the fancy colors or anything. Um, I just, I use yellow. I brought one to show you. Put my bits down on this. <laughs> you can tell it's a post-it. It's stuck to itself. <laughs> but yeah, the point is, put it on paper. And if you have one of these, you can... Uh, actually put it on your wall and then write on your walls. It's really fun. But yeah, this isn't my best. This is my to-do list. Um, all right then. Thank you guys.
give it up for him. Stay up there. Shaky dukes. Alright, anyone have feedback for him? Bring him pop props. Hold on, it can. Let me, Keeping let me it fresh, it. ladies and gentlemen. I like that, you had a little prop on you. Uh, so that, you kept on talking about music, so I thought you were making a too short reference. No, but. You're like, get in where you fit in. I was like, oh, he's trying to sneak one of those in. Because <laughs> Bay Area. Alright, never mind. Uh, no, that's that, cool. That might work, though, too. I, what he's going to be at the uh, New Parish on New Year's Eve. It's a small little intimate venue if you want to spend some time with Too Short. Not bad. Yeah. We started with the... Oh, the premise about the phone is uh, actually something I would keep pursuing if I were you. Okay. And then tying it together also with the the other parts about the tethering and everything else. Because I think many people would actually... I don't know if they do make them, but people would agree that a tethered phone case is useful. Oh, yeah. That's do, a do Don't... So, a tip to all comics. Don't futz with the mic if you don't freaking have to, because you can hear it over the air. Yeah, I'm just trying to secure this part, because it's, and, like, flimsy. Oh, don't worry about it. If it falls apart, it falls apart. That's, that's why we have dues at the station and donations so put money in the goddamn jar <laughs> so i was just thinking that that, that was like that's a, a avenue if that interests you you could go down okay yeah. cool others uh, i just have a question were you actually reading a 1917 dictionary yes i was why why because you find little gems in it like the word ironical and other archaic words you can surprise people with. It's fun. Wasn't it fun? Yeah. It yeah. Fun. Like, you should find more of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not the easiest thing to get your hands on a 1917 dictionary, but... How'd you get it in the first place? Uh, it was passed down from generation to generation, and my buddy had it. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. hmm I think there's a lot in there that you could do some more jokes on. Oh yeah, definitely. In, in the, in the Most of it wasn't any jokes at all. No, no, it was just I mean, me if you venting. Like words. It sounds like you do. Just go in there and have some fun, mm-hmm. and then bring it back on stage. Because there was a lot, a lot of your um, stuff was premises. I'm like, more, more, more. I want to hear more. Yeah. The um, the tethering. What mm-hmm. what happens when you did lose your keys? And oh, dude, know? it turns your world upside down. Yeah, let's it's hear brutal. It. Let's hear it. Well, I'm I'm super smart. Like I have one key to my house right now, and it's this one. I don't have any copies, and so you know I'm being facetious when I say I'm super smart. I should definitely get a copy made and like leave it with a friend or something. But yeah, no, I have it tethered to myself, and um, it's been really useful. I haven't lost my keys in like a, over a decade and a half. Well, that's what, but when you did lose them, that would be funny material. Is what I'm oh, saying. yeah. And yeah. losing your keys, I mean, and it what sucks. You would go t- and what you're doing to avoid losing them yeah. is great. Yeah, tying them to myself. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Ken. Ken, go ahead. I love the post-it note. That was hilarious. I'm glad you I liked mean, that. You could write, like, the whole... Someone, hour long set someone shamed that. me for that. I actually used that bit already, and... Uh, I think yeah, it was Warhol told me he's like, he's like, you can take the back door, you fucking prop comic. <laughs> nah, it's fine. Don't listen, to Warhol. Don't listen, to Warhol. 
Yeah. The way you unfolded it, yeah. it was just like, pulled, every time I was like, there's no fucking way it's going to unfold it. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, they're huge. Yeah. Exactly. You could even add something like, oh, man, I was able to write my entire act on a single post-it. And then yeah. Yeah, there's all kinds of things you can, yeah, all yeah. kinds and of ways you can go with it. And maybe it's all written, you show us where it's written, it's only written in one little corner. Yeah, it, it actually has nothing on it. That's what, that's the other part of the joke, because I say it's my to-do list. Chris, you said you had a 1917, and you said it was, pa- your words were passed down from generation to generation. <laughs> this so you had an heirloom dictionary. <laughs> Uh, it my was a friend, family heirloom. I don't know why that made me think. But, I thought that was. But hilarious. it was the best part was that it's his friends. Yeah, but then, I mean, there's, a, there's an heirloom dictionary though, which I find I don't know why I find that hilarious. 1917, yeah. Exactly 100 years. Dude, yeah. I know it was passed. There was the Bolshevik Bolshevik, Bolshevik Revolution. You're set. Like that's I, the continuity of that dictionary right there. But the the question becomes like, why do you have your buddy's heirloom dictionary? Oh, uh, we were roommates at the time that uh, I was able but, to be but reading I mean, it. But I mean, there's, there's, you could create a funny narrative out of that, is what I'm saying. Like, you know, it was, I was reading it before pawning it, or you know, just make it, make it something funny where you know the, the, the circumstances under which you have your roommates dictionary just seems like a funny premise to work on. Yeah. So. Does, does he know that you have it? Yeah. That was just a freaking tangent, and I was explaining. Uh, why I'm I'm not wrong to say that word, even though it's like archaic, you but, know. But it is what, a real we're, word. what we're saying is there's there's a lot of material there if yeah. you just dig into it. So you you you've got a good start. Just keep digging on it. Yep. Cool. All right. Cool. We'll All give right, it up for him. Do we have anybody else tonight? Did anybody sneak in that I did not see? No. no? All right, well, uh, I'm going to stick around for another little bit to take care of some crap, but uh, you all can duck out. This has been Joke Workshop. Uh, I have been Arden. You have been an audience. Uh, Thanks very much for participating in this little experiment we call comedy. And uh, we'll be back next Monday, 6 to 8, here on Mutiny Radio, mutinyradio.fm. Uh... yeah, that that's about the long and short of it. Like I said, I'll be sticking around. So uh, hang out on the podcast. And uh, if anything happens in terms of people showing up, I will jump back in and continue said joke workshop. But if not, uh, in the meantime, let's listen to a CD for a little bit until I switch back on uh, the breaker. And like, eh, we'll give it... 20 minutes before I say us a little way to go. Anyway, uh, so listen to this groovy CD I found uh, here on The Joke Workshop on Mutiny Radio, mutinyradio.fm.
Hey, Mutiny Radio, it's Arden here, chilling out at the Joke Workshop. I'm just waiting for any other comics to show up who might be straggling in uh, tonight. I usually get one or two right as we're about to close up. I'm filling in for Pam here, she's on vacation. Hooray! Vacations. Oh, my coffee's gone cold. That's, ugh, I hate iced coffee. Or cold coffee, just in general. Unless it's coffee ice cream. I love coffee ice cream. I'm a weirdo. Vanilla is my favorite flavor. Anyway, uh, like I said, I'm just hanging out here, waiting for some comics to show up, maybe, so we can keep this thing going. If not, I'm uploading something to the YouTubes that hopefully will finish before I die. Uh, so, yeah, um, if you're out there listening to Radio Land, you listen to mutinyradio.fm. Uh, the Joke Workshop every Monday from 6 to 8. It's where comics come down to get some feedback on their material. Uh, post crapping it out of their brain holes. Uh, so anyway, I'm going to just keep chilling here. As I've said a million times so far, I'm a little high, so I get a little repetitive. Uh, but you don't mind because you're a little high too, because it's Monday. And why not? So I'm chilling here with my friend Ken Suzuki. Uh, but we'll, 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 we'll be, we'll be keeping to ourselves here and listening to this chill CD until time runs out around, uh, 7.50. I'll throw on the breaker and I'll bounce the heck out of here and get some sleep because I have to work in the manana. That's Spanish for manana. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, stay tuned here on Mutiny Radio, mutinyradio.fm. If you try, you increase the chances Cause we're all about this Musical experience So just remember Just remember this When do people get together?
So I take a chance Guess I'm holding on To the principles Of an honest heart And I lift my head To the sky above With open hands We should give our love Act on your conscience Of faith and decisions You made at the time Mistakes now forgiven Don't be shy Make a noise when you need To destroy evil thoughts That you never give in to I know to the course, the direction we're headed, it's not gonna last, be true to yourself, know what is real, trust in life and your nature will lead you
Sticking around with Ken Suzuki paid off. We got someone here doing jokes. Uh, I'm terrible with names and faces and stuff, so. Uh, Whale gold. Uh, uh, what, what was that again? Call me Susan McGillicuddy. I really don't give a shit. Susan McGillicuddy. All right. Uh, Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me? Uh, Absolutely not. Oh, well, damn it. You know, it, I, brother can't get laid. Jesus Christ. Unless you're in plastics after all, in which case we need to talk. Uh, um, does latex count? Whatever, okay. Enough. That's a condom joke. Enough. Anyway, uh, give it up for uh, your your comic, uh, your comedian, uh, and go ahead. Start start now. Is this mic on? You are most definitely on. Ken, can, can, can you hear out there? Do, do I sound mic? Okay, thanks so much. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do new jokes. This is still a new joke. I mean, I could do old jokes. But anyway, um, you know, I hear a lot of comedians complaining and concerned about their artistic heroes falling from grace. You know, the, the TV shows and the movies they won't be able to watch. But really, I need to reassure them. You've got the work and the life. The work and the life. They're totally separate, which is why I still watch Louie, Woody Allen movies, and uh, read Mein Kampf before I go to bed. Not a problem. Um, you guys, I uh, see my ex-boyfriend uh, hitting on other women, or that's, that's what other people think is happening. But actually, I realize that he is recruiting for a survivor support group that I'm in. Um, you know, the initiation is long and hard, but it's totally worth it because we have cookies at the meetings and we're really nice to each other. Um, okay, the rest of the, two, the next two are just ideas for jokes. Um, not so much jokes, but we'll see. Um, you know, once I was involved with a Greek guy named Soterios, and the other day I met a two-week-old infant named Santiago. Both of those names mean savior. You're going to name your baby savior? I mean, I don't mean to be culturally insensitive. I guess I'm just going to do that. <laughs> Let's just wear our dysfunction on our sleeve. Make sure when you name your kid savior, your family is alcoholic and just very fucked up. And then you bring an infant to save you all. I don't know. Whatever that is. Not sensitive to cultural difference, so I'll never say it again, and I'll never say that joke about a survivor group again. Please don't repeat it. Nobody listened to this. Nobody's ever listened to this. Um, you know, when I go to... there, I live near an Ethiopian restaurant with a $7.99 all-you-can-eat buffet lunch special. That is fucking insane. I could not be more delighted, and the food is good. Uh, and is vegetarian, which works for me. And uh, anyway, it's so amazing, but I have to work really hard not to act too excited about it. Why? I do not want them to raise their prices. Um, 
Now this, uh, yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm why. I don't want, I want them to stay in business, but I don't want them to charge me more. So I'm walking a very fine line with establishments like this that involves feigning nonchalance about an amazing deal. Really goes against my nature, but I think I'm managing. Um, there, you know, there's a lot to be said about di the differences between the two coasts of uh, this, this great nation. <laughs> Many of us call home. Anyway, no, a lot could be said, but I think you get real insight when you've lived with housemates on the East Coast and the West Coast. And I just want to tell you a little story about a couple of brothers I lived with, along with some other people, but these two brothers, Tom and Jerry Corrigan, I'm going to say, and they were from New Jersey. One time, very good looking, by the way, one time I was in the kitchen making a tuna sandwich, and Mike yells to Jerry, who's in the living room, Oh my God! You, oh! Oh! You, oh! You are not going to believe! Oh! Jerry, you are not going to believe what I just saw her do! You're not going to believe what she just did! Oh my! Oh! She just took a piece of tuna and put it in her mouth straight from the can. I mean, there was no mayo on that or anything. Um, God bless Roman Catholics from New Jersey is all I can say. Uh, anyway, that that's, and then, you know, basically you could very easily move to, let's say, Santa Cruz, California and have your housemates swapping out coconut oil for lube and for making plantains and for lube and for, I don't know, frying plantains. They could be swapping this. I mean, any anything could happen. So I don't know. Is that a joke? Not yet. Will it be a joke? Yes. Because I want to remember Jerry and Mike. They were, they were lovable and like from another planet than I happen to be from. I guess that's my time. Thank you. All right. Feedback. 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 Ken? Ken, into a microphone, Ken. Uh, that one's, uh, try another one. Chose poorly. Try again. Someone kept yanking on the XOR there. I think they uh, You can use this it. mic if you want. Your first joke? Mm-hmm. Uh, Scream into it. It was a written joke. I mean, it was solid. It had the setup and the punch. I think it's, have you worked it out before here? Yes, I have. I've done that joke for about uh, a week and a half, and it, it does always work, so that joke works. Okay, yes. that's very good. Now... When you talk about your ex hitting on other girls, and it looked like you stopped to think of a punchline, because I was gonna about, I thought you were about ready to say like for us, we got more comments. No, I thought you were going to stop and say something like sex cult, but then you went to survivor support group that you're a part of. Uh, could you please elaborate on that? Or you know that joke actually works too. It's very new. It's just the idea is surviving a relationship sure. with okay, him. Survive. So okay, he, he's I was right, like, right, I right. Tell with so it wasn't wasn't or, totally clear. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that's so that works. That's a boyfriend from like ten years ago. Let's be clear. Okay, continue. Sorry, I just want to clarify. From there, I, I believe we went on to savior and names, and I don't. I would not abandon that premise or that at all. It's not. Um, I wouldn't consider I wouldn't consider it to be necessarily culturally insensitive at all, um, particularly because I think a lot of people do notice that the more elaborate and weighty a name, 
the more the family around the person with that name seem to be dysfunctional. Oh, really? I would say go more concise and punchier. Okay, punchier, more concise. Like, and that just takes writing it out, trying to figure out where the excess word, words are. I, I know, I know how to do that. That's fine. I okay. appreciate it. That, I'm glad you're telling me not to lose that. I would think I would get kicked out of uh, certain venues in certain neighborhoods. Okay, good. Thank no, you. they. You find that many demographics can find relatability with that type of joke, so I think you'll be fine. Okay. Personally, the Ethiopian restaurant was the the idea behind that that. The more popular it became, they would just price you out? No, I just don't want them to know that it's an insanely good deal and they could charge a lot more for what they're doing. That's that's it. But I guess I didn't make it clear. It's not really. That's a joke idea. But that's yeah. That's good. I mean, there are different avenues you could go down that route. Some of them are like darker. Like the, like the person that knows that their partner is better than or more capable than them. So they try to hold them confidence down so they don't think they can find something better than this. Oh, like negging the restaurant. Negging the restaurant. Keep their self-esteem high but not too high. Yeah. Interesting. I like that. Thank you. Then the tying in, and I believe this was your final joke idea, which I like because I used to, the coconut oil for lube thing is uh-huh. a very funny premise, and I'm pretty sure that is used here. I used to, I didn't realize it was a normal thing. I used to talk about maybe they'll make coconut flavored lube or something. Mm. So I think that's good. So you're talking about the, the, but what makes that kind of separate from, like what accentuates the differences between the two brothers Food preferences and the Santa Barbara's. Yes, you find that they use coconut oil for lube. No, the two the two brothers. No, no, oh, I'm sorry. Was I? In contrast, let, let me let you finish. Yes. In, in contrast to the two brothers, yes. Santa Barbara's. So there's is that that there's more of a sex usage for it, or is just foods completely used differently? Well, or it's the, just that they were like I, I I you know I just added the Santa Cruz housemates who did, never existed. I never had. I never lived in Santa Cruz or had housemates there. I was just trying to come up with uh, a way to tell the story because I tried telling it a mic once but it's not a joke yet the whole story is that these two brothers were so bizarrely conservative that the idea of eating tuna from a can without mayo on it was like nauseating to them which is just surreal mm-hmm. it's really a like but you know the the thing that I mentioned at another mic but I, it's not a joke yet is that I met their father like I guess it's an Irish Catholic like Brothers McMullen thing to have a to kind of worship your dad and they actually had a photo of their father in our foyer and I met their father after like a year of living with them for about 90 seconds and in 90 seconds he managed to shame me over grammar. I mean, the guy was a total dick, like their father. So he kind of gave me a lot of, it's like, oh my God, this is what you guys are coming out of? That's painful. But that's a separate, and then I just decided to make it an East Coast versus West Coast thing. Because it, it is like an extreme of East Coast conservatism that you would be that freaked out about something so innocuous. So I don't know. Any? Do you have any thoughts, sir? There are... The cult, the f- I almost I almost want to say the cultural differences, mm-hmm. and how they are reflected in them through I, their fa- um through their father's behavior and attitude could still be tied in there somehow. I think. I I think the one thing you got to figure out is how to how how to uh, communicate why tuna fish 
eating <laughs> drenched in mayo is uh, the the heart of conservatism. Like you've got you gotta you gotta tease that out. You gotta okay. play with that. I mean, it was just utterly funny and weird. Um, but yeah, or maybe I can just make it a bit about living with housemates and how it's like cultures coming together, and it's like the UN is nothing, refugee camps are nothing. You know, let me t- tell you about like I don't know. It was just I, that might be relatable to a lot of comics here who do have a lot of different housemates actually. Right. I mean, I haven't had me for a long time but my point is that it was just such a funny bizarre thing no, and it, i don't yeah. usually tell stories or imitate people or anything but i don't know no it is very funny i think yep. it's a big and it's a very broad idea yep um I th- yeah the just thought of I, it is actually quite funny so i would I, not i wouldn't abandon that yeah I just keep just, digging. just keep uh, keep digging with it uh anyway we're gonna wrap up here oh, so uh thanks very thanks, much Ken. Uh, give it up one more time. Thank you so much. I've been Susan McGillicuddy. Thank you. All right. Well, this has been Joke Workshop. I've been Arden. Uh, Pam will be back at some point, I hope. Maybe maybe she'll go away on vacation and never come back. Ben Affleck, you know, Matt Damon style? One of them style. Uh, anyway, uh... Dote, 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 dote. Anyway, I've been Arden. Uh, this is Joke Workshop. Every Monday from 6 to 8 here on Mutiny Radio, mutinyradio.fm. Uh, download the podcast. Subscribe. Get our numbers up. Um, find us on social media. Follow us. Follow me. I'm Arden. Ardencomedy.com. At Ardencomedy on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, A-R-D-I-N. Anyway, uh, like I said, if you made it this far in the podcast, congratulations, you found the hidden deep tracks of super awesome comedy. Uh, if not, well, you bailed early and you missed out, but that you're not even hearing this, so what do you care? Anyway, uh, I've been Arden. This has been awesome. Uh, we'll see you next week, 6 to 8. I may be hosting again, I guess. Maybe? I don't know. Uh, we'll see when Pam's back. But uh, give it up to the next show uh, here. And... Uh, Keep listening on uh, Media Radio, MediaRadio.fm. of swimming through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Thank you.
Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. If you're looking for a personal injury lawyer in San Francisco, look no further than Francis J. Shaheda. Mr. Shaheda did an amazing job with my case. First, he informed the courts about my case that had not been scheduled or submitted yet, despite the language on the citation. I was so confused and afraid of the legal system, but he did it all for me. He communicated promptly via email with any of my questions. I was afraid of an enormous fine for a small infraction, as well as a criminal offense on my record, but he spoke to the DA to have my case removed from criminal court and put into the community court system. I am so overwhelmingly happy with the results he generated and would recommend him to anyone with legal issues. This is a personal first-person narrative because Francis J. Shaheda helped me personally, helped Mutiny Radio go to him for personal injury issues. You can email him at www.personalinjuryattorney.com fjs.com again the law office of francis j shaheda in san francisco awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. 
Billy Bob? You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> The Night Space brings you High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. Listen to San Francisco's finest underground comedians read crazy stories written by me, Arden, on The Night Space. The Night Space featuring High Time Storytime every Wednesday night from 10 to midnight on Mutiny Radio. High Time Storytime Volume 1 now available on Amazon.com for Kindle and electronic download. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Howdy, mutineers. It is I, Stolowitz, Dark Lord of the Sith, and several dive bars in San Jose. Every Tuesday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, join me in my quest to escape from the occult oubliette, a world of violence, intrigue, sexuality, mysticism, magic, and leftover spaghetti. Enjoy my insane rants about leftist causes, Midwestern witchcraft, the ascendancy of Skynet, and why neo-paganism is vastly overrated. I've got guests, music, comedy, and old Alan Watts lectures from the 70s. How can you resist? You can't! I put a spell on you! Ah! MutinyRadio.fm is an official shrine of the miraculous garlic of Mount Cavalry. We are not associated with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, except on Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Hope to see you there. Or hear you, I should say. Hey, Zach Wiseman, you're a good comedian. You know how I got good? How good? How did you get so great at comedy? I got great at comedy. Yeah, every Friday from 6 to 8 with new host Trina Roderick. It's where um, people go and sometimes they smell bad and sometimes they don't smell bad. Mutiny Radio made me great. (laughs) Mutiny Radio made me better than you. And that you can be better than everyone else too every Friday from 6 to 8 on Happy Hour here at Mutiny Radio. But you'll be- never be better than me. You'll never be better than me. You'll never be better than Zach. And you also, it's a happy hour, but we don't have any alcohol, so it's happy ish.
But you're gonna do comedy. I'll do comedy. And you're gonna enjoy comedy. Just be an audience. Just come. It's free. Yeah, I just drink in my car. <laughs> you could like drink. Like a fucking adult. Exactly. Drink. Drink around the corner. Somewhere else. Not here. But uh, come to happy hour every Friday from six to eight with Trina Roderick. Yeah, do that. Tell me what you think about your situation. Complication, aggravation. Is it getting to you? Then tune in live every Sunday from 12 to 2 p.m. to the edge of insanity with myself, Paul Brumbaugh. Kit Marie. Brandon Ray. And Mistress Christine. All on Mutiny Radio. That's right, PCRcollective.org. We'll see you there. Are you a stand-up comedian? Do you want to be in 25 shows in five days at Mutiny Radio in San Francisco? Well, now's your opportunity. Apply now for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, March 1st through 5th. That's 25 shows in five days featuring 40 comics from out of town, and one of those comedians could be you. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, and click Click on the submission form. Apply for the Spark Presents third annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's only $10, and you can apply right now through November 30th for 25 shows during five days, all streaming live, all podcast posts, all Mutiny Radio, all the time. The third annual Spark Presents Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Apply now. States and municipalities must stand against this type of fear-mongering and protect their residents, said Melissa Moore, Deputy Director for the Drug Policy Alliance's New York 